Hello, and welcome to the Site School Podcast. My name is Valerie Stimmick Bailey, and I am your host as we talk about topics that will help you learn how to grow and earn more from your site. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different because it's the end of the year, the end of 2022, and I wanted to put something together that would help you think about your goals in 2023. This was inspired by a series of talks that I did last year in my Site School Facebook group. So if you are looking for a community that you would like to join to get more support as you move into the new year, head on over to Facebook and search for Site School and you'll find our group. You can join and connect with me and with other bloggers who are growing their sites at the same time. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how to set goals in a way that you actually can achieve instead of setting goals that you unfortunately have no control over. To start out, I wanted to give a few shout outs throughout the talk about different people who've inspired me on my goal setting journey and how I came to this system of setting my goals. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sharon at DNW. She also has a podcast called Make Bunny Blogging. She's a fantastic resource if you want to learn more about growing your site. She has a fantastic five-day goal-setting challenge that was something I used to use a lot to set my goals and help me sort of come up with this new system that I use, which I think is a bit more successful. Um, always reworking my own goal-setting strategies based on previous years. So this is the first year where I'm actually doing the same one twice. This is the strategy I used to set my goals for 2022, and it's how I'm going to set my goals for 2023. But obviously, your strategy and your results may differ, so that's perfectly fine. If you want to listen, give it some thought, see if this works for you. I encourage you to, but if this isn't quite what you want to focus on for your site now, Next year, totally get it. So let's think about goal setting strategies and the most important factors for your business. So if you have a pen and paper available, if you can take a break from whatever you're multitasking doing, yes, I see you. That's how I am too with podcasts. I want you to write down a list of the things that matter the most in your business, the most important metrics in your site. It's probably traffic, probably money. If you're making money, obviously that's important. It's part of why we do what we do. Maybe subscribers or followers, something like that. Write all those things down. Uh, that's a good starting place to think about what your goals might be and the relationships between the different goals that you could have. So obviously money and traffic tend to go hand in hand because a lot of us make money from ads or from affiliates and those are traffic based income streams. So the first thing you want to do is create that list of all the different factors that matter to you. Then you want to think about money now versus money later. And here's another shout out to Jeremy over at This Week in Blogging. They do a fantastic newsletter. And last year at the end of 2021, he wrote an article about money now versus money later as bloggers and how we can think about the things which either pay us immediately after we do them or pay us later. So money now is things that you get paid for right away. That might be a sponsored campaign or a sponsored post, selling a product or a service, you get paid right away. That's great. But there's also money later, which might be your ads or affiliates, which takes 30, 60, 120 days to pay out. It's a long time you have to wait. So you want to think about your goals in light of the fact that some things make you money now, some things make you money later, and you want to balance the two. You want to make sure you set one goal in each. So I found that last year for 2022, I needed goals that were both money now and money later to help me learn to think about how my money comes into my business and not be so focused just on growing my traffic where I don't necessarily get paid right away and I have bills to pay right away. Once you have your goals in mind and you've thought about whether they're money now or money later, the next thing I want you to think about is how much control you have. A lot of the things that we set goals about as site owners are actually not within our control. The way I like to think about this is, can I myself do something which accomplishes this goal? So you might think if I publish new articles, I get more traffic. So traffic is the goal and I have direct control over that, but you actually don't. Traffic is an indirect metric. You can publish all the blog posts you want, but you can't control how much traffic they get. You can't control how they rank. There's a lot of things that are at play and what determines our final traffic amount. So actually traffic is not a direct metric. It's not something we have control over. Similarly, followers are an indirect metric. You can post on social media all you want, but you can't control if anyone sees those posts or then if they go on and follow you. So with those factors you have in mind, things like traffic, money, followers, subscribers, etc., consider what the direct action you can take moves you toward that goal. 
you might notice I kind of already said them. So the direct actions that we can take are things like posting new blog posts and posting on social media, if that's one of your priorities. And I know I don't talk much about social media, but it is something you wanna keep in mind if you're building a business that has a combination of money now and money later. At the end of the day, we wanna think about setting our goals around those things which we have complete control over, not incomplete control over like traffic or followers. We wanna think about goals that have us publishing more blog posts or posting on social media or emailing our newsletter, since when we decide to do those things, we can directly do them and we have achieved our goal if we do them. Then hopefully we get the traffic, the followers, the people opening our newsletter, but we know we accomplished our goal if we've published posts or posted on social or sent more emails. So now that we've thought a little bit about money now and money later and how we can balance those as well as how much control we have over actually achieving our goals and the direct factors or direct actions that we can take, we wanna set our goals around those. So I would challenge you, if you're still listening at this point, to set your goals only around the things that you have direct control over. And I get it that this feels really weird. It seems super strange to me as someone who for years set goals around traffic and income and getting more followers to suddenly be focused not on any of those things and just focus on what I'm creating. So let's do a couple examples. If I wanna hit 100,000 page views in the next year, I could set a goal of writing 30 new blog posts. And I can do some math to figure out that those 30 blog posts will get me 3,000 page views each by the end of the year, and that will be what gets me my 100,000 page views. So we have to do some math looking at what we currently get for our performance to come up with our goals. So instead of setting the goal for 100,000 page views, I would set my goal for 30 new blog posts. Similarly, if I say, normally I'd set an income goal, I wanna make another $500 a month from my blog. Maybe instead of that, I say, I'm gonna pitch 30 companies for campaigns. And I'm gonna assume that maybe six of those campaigns actually come to fruition. And if each of those is for $1,000, then I've made $500 more on each month on average. So instead of setting the goal for making more money, making $500, I set my goal for pitching 30 companies. And once I hit that 30 pitches, I've accomplished my goal. The main takeaway here is to set goals over what you have direct control of and only what you have direct control of. And I know it's so tempting to say that you want to have a traffic goal, but at the end of the day, you don't have control over how much traffic you get. All you're doing is setting yourself up to be at the whims of Google about whether you accomplish your goals and that invalidates all the hard work you do. Even if you write those 30 blog posts and you don't hit 100,000 more page views, you got closer, you certainly got more traffic for having written 30 new blog posts, and you actually accomplish your goal if you write all 30 new posts, even if you don't hit the 100K, which you have very little control over actually doing. Similarly, if you pitch those 30 companies, you're certainly gonna make more than if you don't pitch any because you're focused on other ways to make money. Setting your goals over your direct actions is the way that you at least move the needle closer to your actual goals of money and traffic, but you actually control those things and you can accomplish them and feel accomplished without being at the whim of some other algorithm or other business model that you have no control over. Finally, I want to end this episode by talking about some of the goals that I set for 2022 and how they went so far. So this is kind of a, a little check-in for me as well. So I set a lot of goals and then I think I changed them right away. Actually, I'm opening up my spreadsheet right now and I feel like I set goals when I did this goal setting challenge last year and then they weren't the goals that I actually tracked. So I don't know what I was talking about. Well, let's say this. My indirect goal was to get to 200,000 page views per month on average in 2022. I did not hit that goal. I did some math. I had 236 articles and was getting about 150,000 page views per month on my main site. So if I added 100 more articles, I should be able to increase my traffic by 65,000 page views. I kind of did some math there, say, so, you know, average page
page views per article, how many new articles. So if I wrote 100 new articles, I should hit my 200,000 page view traffic goal. But 100 articles at the end of the day, I just hit 100 articles, it's gonna increase my traffic at least something, even if I don't hit 200,000 page views, but probably gonna exceed my goal. And by setting a goal around the number of articles that I wanted to write, I could sprint. So I could take time and produce a lot of content and then take breaks and just know I was still on track for my goals and I had complete control over whether or not I accomplished it. Now, in the end, when I look at the goals that I was tracking, I decided to only aim for 50 new blog posts instead of 100. And I actually exceeded that. I recently did some math, I think somewhere around 54 new blog posts in the last year, a lot of them in this last quarter, Q4, because I was just really full of energy and I was allowed to sprint. So I ended up exceeding what I set as my final goal of 50 new posts. Another goal that I set was to do a 30 real 30 day challenge. Gosh, I wish I'd done this. I still wish I'd done it. I'm setting a goal to do it again in 2023, but reels are really volatile. So you have to get in the habit of creating them to get good at making them, but also to get the algorithm on Instagram to be more agreeable to the content you're creating. By setting a goal of doing 30 in 30 days, I would get in that habit and I would undoubtedly have some that do well and help me grow, but that wouldn't be the focus. It wouldn't be so much about getting new followers so much as just being consistent in the actions that actually grow my business in any meaningful way, which Reels is the thing you have to do right now. This is something that I definitely failed at. I set it for multiple sites and I didn't do it for anywhere, but as I just said, I am still focusing on this. So I just committed to an accountability group with a bunch of other people in another course I'm enrolled in and we're all trying to do 30 reels in 30 days and I am already trying to get myself psyched out and ready to accomplish this goal because even though I didn't do it in 2022, I still think it's important for my business and it's certainly gonna help me grow some, if not a lot, and that makes it meaningful for me and my business. Those were goals that I had set for Valerie and Valise. I also set goals for Space Tourism Guide. I wanted to publish 50 new posts, update 50 other posts, and update 25 annual event posts. So I have these posts that are kind of like tied to specific astronomy events and I accomplished all three of those. Um, had a great year of producing content over on that site. Really excited to just keep that site going on autopilot, sort of me and my writer have a really good vibe going there. Definitely exceeded the goals there. Totally struggled with my goals for emailing. My goal was to send 50 weekly emails, so one a week, and 10 more special emails for some of those special events that I mentioned I have posts about. Yeah, I did not really, I didn't accomplish either of those. So I'm gonna be resetting my goals for that with a little bit more leniency regarding my weekly emails and what I'm trying to accomplish with them. And over on my London site, my goal was to post 75 new blog posts and I actually hit that goal by June. So we produced a ton of content, me and my one writer over on the London site this year. Um, we actually did a 31 day sprint at the beginning of the year. So I knew I was gonna accomplish that goal, but I still set it anyway. And then I fell completely off the wagon with email. I've gotten better at the end of the year, but it's still something I need to focus on. So for me, a lot more of my goals are gonna be focused on social media and email because I'm clearly good at creating content. I think I actually like to procrastinate on sending emails and working on social media by writing new blog posts, which admittedly is where my traffic and my business is generally coming from, but I need to diversify too. Again, like that's that money now versus money later balance. I set other goals too. Ended up exceeding a lot of them for my smaller sites. As you might expect, some of them shifted. So one of the sites I set goals for in the beginning of 2022, I'm not even focused on at this point, And I don't know when I might be focused on it again. That would be my Harry Potter site. All this to say, it's interesting to look back now on a year of having set my goals regarding specific actions I had control over and seeing how my sites performed based on those goals instead of setting traffic goals. If I had set a traffic goal for my main site, Valerie and Valise, 
series, which I did. I said I, you know, indirectly I wanted to hit 200,000 page views per month. I didn't hit that goal, but I did produce a ton of new content. And as travel continues to recover, I'm sure I'm going to more reliably hit my 200,000 page view goal. I just have to be realistic about what I can actually control. And Google's making so many changes. If I set my goal based on Google helping me achieve my goal, well, Google's not out to help me achieve my goals. They're out to help achieve their own goals. I at least feel confident that the content I've created will be valuable for people, even though it is not exactly hitting my traffic goals that I was hoping for. It would have been very different feeling for me looking back on this year if I'd set a traffic goal instead of a post goal when I definitely exceeded my post goal and I didn't get anywhere near my traffic goal. So I hope this helps you come up with a new way to think about setting your goals for this coming year. This is something that I obviously talked about last year in my Facebook group when I released the videos the first time. You can go see them. They're really old and scratchy and don't sound good at all. And I hope that it helps you set goals you can actually accomplish and that you can adjust if you need to. So as I said, I didn't hit all my goals, but I was able to adjust as it made sense for me in my business. By setting goals just around the things that I actually have control over, I was able to accomplish a lot more and focus on what actually matters for my business instead of being distracted by things that I don't have any control over, like whether Google is ranking me higher or lower. At the end of the day, I can hit publish. I can't make Google rank me in any given position, but if I hit publish enough times, I'm going to get where I want to go. So I hope this has been helpful for you to think about goal setting. It's at that time of years. Hopefully digging into it makes you feel a little bit more confident that you can set a goal and actually accomplish it. And hopefully some of your indirect goals will come along with it, like money and income that I know are so important for many bloggers out there. If you have any questions or you want to join in the conversation around goal setting, I am inviting you to join me over in my Facebook group. It's just called Site School. If you search for it, you should find it. I'd also love your feedback in the form of ratings and reviews on this podcast in any player you're listening on. Apple Podcasts is great. Those are really easy for me to see. But if you leave me a review out on the other platforms, I can find it. I can see it. And I love getting your feedback. I'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks so much for joining me. And I hope that you've taken something away that will help you learn how to grow and earn more from your site in 2023 and happy new year.